This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. We are in for John and Hugh. And we just can't thank these guys enough for letting us come in here and have some fun on this, this second day of January. We say to you, top of the hour, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a uh, happy new year to you folks in Canton. Wonderful Canton. In Canton. Go by Canton. Did you say you drove by Canton? You drove by Canton. I, I, you know, I finally got a chance to pull off and go into, like, the big outlets they got out there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice stuff. Yeah, it is. Very nice, very nice. So if you're going out that way, going north to Canton, you uh, you want to pull outlets, check them out. You know why I played what we played coming back? Smoking by Boston on their self-titled album. Yeah. Um, today is one of the one of the those events we talk about, and we haven't. T- I'm so looking forward to having Sean Belegian come back and join us. But today is the Winter Classic. Ah. NHL yeah. Winter Classic. Yeah. Who did I play coming back? Boston. So where's the game being played? Yeah. Fenway Park. Fenway Park by the Petsky Pole. It's the first time I actually said that on the radio yeah, ever. Very nice. Yeah, very you nice. got the Bruins and you got the Penguins going at it. It's a uh, they drop the puck at two o'clock. It's on TNT, and it's just for for the visual more yeah, than anything. That's me. That's what it does for me. In a, in a day filled with football, which New Year's Day usually is, it's always that little break. In between all the football, this is what are these guys doing out here? And, and what took them so long as a sport to do this? Yeah, yeah, and and it's back to the roots for some guys who grew up, you know, playing outside and and whatnot. And, and we've seen other people do it. You see them do it at the at the collegiate level now. Uh, you've seen it, you know, played games outside in the college stadiums. And so um, it's neat to have this done in some different venues in NFL stadiums, in baseball stadiums. It's, it's uh, just to see those venues in a different light. And to see folks out there playing. It's hey, man, great. listen, there's two presents. I would have loved to see none of my tree. And it's, I, I love my wife for doing what she did. But a new pair of Bowers, some Vipers. Uh, some you've, been ta- you've been talking about it. I that. need me some new Bowers, man. I you've been talking for, about it. And and uh, a sun a sun map. Ah. I love it. I saw one when I first moved here to Georgia, and I haven't seen one like it since. And I know they have them out there, but I'm just – fascinated by that and geography and all that and where the sun is and stuff. But, yeah, man, the history of this game, the the, the Winter Classic, I'm surprised. didn't get started until 2008. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody had the idea of doing something. And I think it also came uh, along with the time of high-definition TV. And people were looking for ways to, to for, for hockey to go in. And the, the, the combination of the sport HD and outside, and you got some snow falling or something, Oh. Even if you don't, because there's been some years where there wasn't. Do you remember the first one was in 2008? Was it um, Ralph Wilson Stadium? So it was in yeah, Buffalo. In Buffalo, right. The second one, they did it at Wrigley. Then they went to Fenway. Then they went to Heinz Field, Pittsburgh, Citizens Bank in uh, Philadelphia. Now, the one in 2013 
they were going to have it at the big house in Michigan, but hockey had a little problem. They had postponed the season. So they had a lockout going on, so they moved it there the next year. So they had it in 14. But it's been – They played a college game in the big house, though. I think Michigan and Michigan State have played. Oh, I would have. Played, 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 have played hockey at, at, at the Oh, stadium. I see what you're saying. Yeah. saying played hockey. Okay, played yeah. hockey, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would imagine, yeah. Listen, so yeah. they've been doing it all the way. So last year was it Target Field, Minnesota. Actually, they did it two – no, it was because of COVID. They didn't have it when they were supposed to in 2021, but they had it there yesterday, or last year, at Target Field in Minneapolis. And so this year again, at Fenway. Uh, Sam and Greg in for uh, John and Hugh. We're going to talk about the Hawks, and these guys are headed out west – um, listen, it's the second season. All the stuff that we have talked about with this Hawks team and chemistry and the injuries here, uh, the injuries here and there, the various players and and trying to form that chemistry, but more importantly, sustain it. Yep. Through what I feel is, it's the second season right now, not the playoffs. This is the second season. This is when everybody, you know, this is like the fourth quarter of the All Star game where they all start playing. Well, that's what's going on now after Christmas. We all hear them talk about that. And so let's see what happens. And these guys start with this West Coast road trip. It seems like if you want to believe the reports, whatever upheaval that was going on off the court, in the locker room, that seems to have been dealt with. All right? So let's watch and see what happens on this trip. And we start now. Just like, what's that? Hit the reset button. Yep. As they do at that, that store. Well, let's see. But, I mean, I hope they're leaving and taking a, a little bit of what they showed us last week, even in those losses. Um, against the Nets and the Lakers. I, we saw better play. We saw them just competing better. Um, I just love what I saw against the Nets. I saw the ball move. You know, the ball wasn't stopping. And when this team really rose to to uh, a couple of years ago to get to the Eastern Conference Final, to me it's because the ball moved. And if they can ball that up and, and, and use that, I think that brings out the best in this team. Um, with some players being out. And once again, we don't know the availability of DeAndre Hunter or Clint Capella going into this West Coast road trip. Hopefully during the course of this road trip, they will be able to rejoin the team. They uh, may not get to play tonight as they open up um, in Golden State, open up at Golden State uh, to start things out. And we'll, we'll see. What it's a good place to go, though. It's a good t- good time to go to Golden State, right? Yep, yep, yep. They got, they got some folks kind of banged up out there, too. So it's a good time to go and take on that team and test yourself. And, you know, sometimes a road trip is good, good for bonding. Uh, you know, it's good They don't get to hear noise like us. Well, yeah. They, <laughs> I mean, they really don't. others they really come don't. a lot harsher than right, us. Right, right. You know we're I mean? right down the middle. But, 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 uh, but they're going to get some people who are going to be harsh because of what they showed us, you know, what has been showed. And that Trey Young has showed that he was ready to ascend to be a superstar in this league. Along with that comes a lot of other stuff, you know. And so that's the thing about it. Um, and, and being that person in the locker room, uh, not just out on the floor. And so, you know, he's been searching for his shot consistently this season. You know, you've seen some games where he goes out and you said, man, he's throwing up a three. Just step inside the arc, man. Go for a two. We know that's his game. Um, but, you know, you just want to see some things adapt and, 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 and uh, just evolve with he along with, uh, along with Murray. I, I really have been thinking a lot about the conversation that you have, have, have started. This is probably going back to the last – Bit of, of, I don't, I don't even know what to call it. It's, it's not really a, a argument. It's, it's not upheaval within there. But there's just some, some. It seemed like people are getting their feelings hurt. People are, are feeling a certain kind of way, and it's also fair or unfair attached to what folks say about millennials, and the most <laughs> visible millennial, at least around here, is, is Trey Young and the problems that he 
allegedly has had with coach, other players, so on and so forth. And But the conversation that you started about, this is what comes with having that superstar player yeah. on your team. Not every people, team has that player. For, people look for it. People look for it. People know that that's something that kind of comes along with it, with, with the territory of having one of these players is in that stratosphere, if you will, you know, in the National Basketball Association. Um, and so that's kind of what's happening here. People look and see. They know the team is not performing the way that people expect them to. They know that we got a bunch of long-term contracts. Some people got fat and happy a couple of years ago, right, in the last couple of years and got some nice long-term deals. Uh, the, you know, ownership is showing, hey, we want you to be here in Atlanta the, the community is excited. The fan base is, is energized. You guys play the place. People will pack the place out to come and see you. Now let's see you go out and live up to what we feel like you're supposed to be living up to, and that seemed to be a problem to start this season. Um, there were some injuries once again, but, you know, you, you know what? You're going to have that. Right. You're going to have that. This bench, to me, compared to the guys, the bench that we had previous years with, with, with Gallinari and whatnot, is taking a little more time also because in years past, Sometimes if the starters were having a problem, the second unit would come on and they would take the lead. You know, that they would go out and do the things. Not seeing it that much from this second unit. Maybe this is a time for that to come together as well. Maybe this road trip is coming at a good time for a number of things. Well, know? one of which is you know who you have to get past to get out of this conference. And so you have to have that team. You know down the stretch the cream rises to the top. And you have you got some pretty good cream here too, but you know that there's some hurdles that while you play Milwaukee, I'll use them as an example, you know, champs coming in here. Everybody, you know, talking about, oh, the champs are coming in. It was one year after they were champs. And Atlanta has played them well during Dude, the season. We have no problem with No Milwaukee. problem with them. <laughs> we but, have no problem with them, guys. And it's matchups. It's all about matchups. Yeah, that's true. That's true, but too. when you get to the playoffs and you know binging and banging and, and pushing and this and that, the calls are going to be different. And you have to have those players. You have to have a will to do some things that the other guy won't and still maintain a presence in the game, right? Having said that, is this the time? Is this the beginning of the time when you put those matchups or you go against teams who you feel, okay, they're like so-and-so in the East. We're going to be out West right now. We're going against Golden State and Sacramento. Who, you know, you start testing out certain lineups. Because, listen, they, have the, they can afford to do that now, right? Game and a half out of the um, – out of the top of their division. Top of the division. So then looking we, we, up at which, Miami. Which is the other thing. It's kind of like it's, it's, this division really mimics its NFL cousin, doesn't it? Uh, NFC cousin. They, they, they really do. They, you know, it seems like nobody's trying to distance themselves That's right true. now. This, it really isn't for all that has gone wrong. And we talk about the Hawks and how disappointing we've been and we expect them to be winning more games. They're right there. As right. far as the division and goes, and I think now. all the teams are doing that. You They're know? circling the runways and finding out the best combination of different scenarios with their team. And mind you, I ain't mad at that. An eighty-two game season, this is where you work out the kinks. If somebody's got a ding or a bang or something like that, you got to sit now, get healthy. You got a problem with somebody in the locker room? You got a problem with your coach? Air it out, and then go to the Waffle House afterwards. Whatever you got to do. Oh, you're on the road trip right now. You know, spend exactly. some time. You got some extra time around the hotel. Let's go out to dinner in between. You know, the day in between, you're gonna play tonight. Uh, you the play Fisherman's against Wharf Wednesday. Nice you play against Wharf. You know, yeah. very, very nice, yeah. very nice meal. You know, uh, you playing in Sacramento. That's wine country up in Northern California. I mean, hey, you can actually drive to Tahoe from there or, or Reno. Yeah, yeah we used again. to we used to leave. Uh, that, uh, yeah, Tahoe and drive to Sacramento. We fly back from the the golf tournament. There. Yeah, but they're just playing every other day. They got Golden State tonight. Uh, they'll play Sacramento Wednesday evening. 
They play the Lakers Friday evening, then they play um, uh, the Clippers on next Sunday. So that'd be cool. Georgia football team is going to be out in L.A. at the time the Hawks are going to be in L.A. Do you feel confident in saying that you feel eventually Trey will understand that he has to wear the crown and alter how he's carried himself so far and do it differently in a way that, A, makes it an attractive landing spot for other free agents because they've seen his growth, not just from his game, but who he is, and then, B, that it's something that he will embrace everything that comes with being, you know, was it the heavy as the head that wears the crown? Everything that surrounds this team and the problems with it, and and marshal, be able to marshal a group well, of men That's got to happen. That's how that's, that's how you got Dejounte Murray here. He saw Trey and says, "Hey, you know, maybe I'm the piece that's missing." And come here. That's already happened. It's now them coexisting and then working things out. Whatever rough edges they may have to move the thing forward, we got the potential best backcourt league potentially. You know, this guy saw something here and wanted to be a part of it. You know, so I I think what you're talking about. Kind of happen. Well, we right, need more right. of it though. You know, but we need to get some big boys here. We need some big men. We need some. We need some in the paint presence, especially in playoff well, time. You got to give them the ball. <laughs> and the that, with Trey, Trey is out, and all of a sudden, John Collins sees the basketball. So I'm just saying, you know, move the ball around. Let everybody touch it, and get people involved in things offensively with this team. Newy Scruggs, he's down in Dallas or over in Dallas, and he's gonna try and tell us why TCU is somebody to worry about for the Bulldogs. That's coming up next. Sam and Greg, in for John and Hugh. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Who else? Division one college football. Sports Radio 929 the game 92.9thegame.com. Was I supposed to cut in there now? Or Yo, go ahead. Uh, we're supposed to listen to that? No, no, go ahead. Okay. Well, I just did. Sports Radio. Nobody gave me instructions here. I was supposed to let that conversation come out. I just was listening. I was taken back by the horny toad noise we just heard there at the beginning. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929thegame, 929thegame.com. Take it from here. <laughs> well, I don't know. You guys are looking at me funny. I didn't know it was. Well, it's, you know. a, it's a horn. It's something they have at Texas Christian University. And right. I've, I've been there. I've actually been there. And it, it, it's very loud. Uh, it's there on the field. I think it weighs something like 3,000 pounds. And uh, maybe it's making its way back. You know what? Maybe they're not bringing it back to Texas since they played in Arizona. They're probably just sending it over to L.A. What do you think? I'm trying to visual, visualize. How big is this thing? It's about, about 3,000. I'll tell you what. We can get somebody who can tell us all about us right now. From NBC Dallas, Newey Scruggs joining us this morning. Uh, and Newey's just back from, from the Fiesta Bowl and watching this. It sounds us. like there's a marching band performing behind him or practicing. I'm not sure what's going on. Newey, good morning. Happy New Year. Joy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Good Okay, we can't hear him. Oh, now we go. No, uh, where are you exactly? I am driving to the Cotton Bowl headquarters here in Dallas, Fort Worth. Oh, so you're going, you're going to the Cotton Bowl game today? Yeah, man. Work doesn't stop here, bro. I got to go to work. <laughs> you just back from the Fiesta Bowl. I forgot you got Southern Cal in town. Uh, it's going to be great. Look, yes, we do. Folks here in Georgia are excited about being back in the national championship game. But they don't know much about this TCU team. Tell us, bring us up to speed about this team and what allowed them to beat Michigan Saturday. 
Um, first off, you got a quarterback who's playing a lot of football, Max Duggan. So, you know, he's basically been playing ever since he got here, uh, except for the injury. So, you got a, you know, you got a quarterback, a senior, who's not going to uh, be rattled by much, who can use his legs. So, you've got that. Quentin Johnson, number one, their wide receiver. He will be a first-round draft pick in the National Football League. Big kid, um, fast. Sometimes he'll, he'll, he'll have an occasional drop that'll hurt, but as you saw in the Fiesta Bowl, you know, get him in space, let him catch it, he, he can take it to the house. A lot of speed on this. Uh, so we're talking about Quentin Johnson, their big wide receiver, six foot four. Um, they got another kid, 18. He's another big guy who's going up in the air and get it. Um, Davis, number 11, All-American punt returner, but he's another kid with speed out there. Um, Imari DiMarcato, their backup running back, who hit um, in the game as he filled in for Kendra Miller, who's dealing with uh, a knee injury, that he's got a lot of speed. And then I, I was asking about Miller yesterday. Um, how how can he go um, in, in this national championship game? I think he'll go, but how, how long he'll last offensively, uh, we'll see. Number 13, D winners on defense. This guy's got the speed. He'll get after it. Uh, had a pick six in the football game. Um, Tredavious Hodges um, Tomlinson, that's LaDainian Tomlinson's nephew, won the Corp Award at DB. He's short. He'll battle you. Had a couple PIs in the game, but you know he will get after it and battle as much as he can. Newey, listen, that's all well and fine, but for the people here listening to you talk about this team, the perception is that this TCU program played out over their skis this year. Was that the expectations this year, or was this something that you guys saw coming? Uh, when I talked to Gary Patterson, the former head coach, he knew that he had a lot of guys with experience and they just needed to be healthy, and he thought they could have a, a really good season. Um, as far as somebody you know, that going to the national championship game, I mean, unless you are – you know, one of these top brand names that's picked at it from the beginning, you never really do think about yourself being in a national championship game. So uh, to play over your skis, sure. I mean, that's fair. Um, but, you know, what? like I said, unless you're a brand name, do you really expect to be playing in the national championship game? I would doubt it. Yeah. Sam, but it's different this year. We saw Cincinnati last year. They didn't get to the national championship game, but at least they got to go to the party. They had a chance. So I think that perception is dying down. But, again, just – Listen, I, I ain't mad at you for being there, to be honest with you. It was just something that nobody saw coming. And you explaining and others explaining what this program has been and what they're doing this year is something that the nation is standing up and taking notice with. Look, this is Rocky Balboa, okay? And you're going to go to Hollywood <laughs> for the final script here. And, you know, if it's like Rocky One, where you lose to the champion at the end and you give him a good fight, everybody's going to sit up here and praise you and say, man, what a heck of a story. And if you're Rocky and Rocky Two, and you happen to knock the champ down and you get up before the champ gets up and you win, then you know what? You're a champion and, and everybody's going to praise you. So TCU's playing on house money, okay? Yeah. They have no pressure. They're not expected to win. They're not too touched in their favor. So a fantastic script to end in Hollywood for the Horn Frogs. Folks, we're spending time on the Wait For It.com this morning with Newey Scruggs. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Newey Scruggs, all lowercase, from NBC Dallas. I got to ask you something about Texas. Texas is a football-crazy state, much as like Georgia. But before the season started, all the noise was about Texas, and all the noise was about Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher verbal sparring with, with Nick Saban and how much money apparently was flying around for Texas A&M, which, by the way, three of them dudes in the transfer portal coming to play here at Georgia Tech next fall. But what's the vibe in Texas about this team when everybody's always devoted so much attention 
to Texas and Texas A&M. <laughs> Look, TCU is, is, is at Baylor and Texas Tech. Now, these are the, you know, you could say they're the little brothers here. Now, they don't have the state money. They don't have all the backing that Texas A&M and Texas have. But at the same time, um, those, those schools consistently eat their own. Um, never satisfied. So many boosters. You got too many roosters in, in, in the hen house with money, and that causes issues and problems. In my, in my opinion, it's a reason why they keep you know going through these changes. It's a reason why they can't win. Look, when Jimbo Fisher took the ten-year deal for seventy-five million dollars, I said to my, I said on there, you know what? He ain't gonna fulfill this thing. It's gonna be too much pressure. Um, Jimbo is a sensitive guy. You know, he takes criticism. And these people want a national championship for their now $9.5 million they're giving. I just don't think it's going to happen. It's just too tough in that SEC West. So, um, no, the conversation wasn't about TCU. It never will be about TCU because everybody assumes that, you know, if it's not the brand names here, the football's not any good. But the bottom line is Texas A&M had won a national championship since 1939. And TCU won it in 1938. But, you know, perception, brand names, uh, money, that's what drives, you know, college football. But it's good to see, like in college basketball, you can't go out on the field and you can decide this thing. And that's what TCU's done. And as Texas gets ready to go to the SEC, TCU will be uh, back here in the Big 12 with an opportunity to really put themselves in a position to uh, to, to run this thing and take advantage of all the talent right here at Dallas Fort Worth that wants to stay here. Now we, all right, this has been great. You've been talking up and down about TCU and expectations and perceptions and all of that and educating our fans here about what we may or may not have known about that program. What are you guys talking about when it comes to the Bulldogs and getting ready for this game? Uh, first off, I'll be honest, I, I don't, I'm not going to tell you, I know 10 million things about the Georgia Bulldogs other than, you know, Kirby Smart was, was fantastic. He would up be. And, 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 and done a great job and they won the national championship last year. Um, you know, Seth Bennett is it, it, a really, really uh, big time win back. He doesn't have the necessary physical traits, but the guy goes out there and wins. So that's kind of the extent of what I know about Georgia. It's from my time of living in Savannah. It's always been the same to me in terms of if you keep your Georgia kids home, you're going to be able to win a lot of football games. And, and that's what they're doing right here. So they're defending champions, not as good as they were last year, but you ain't got to be as good as you were last year. You just got to be good enough this year. Had lost the game. And, you know, TCU is going to be uh, – they're going to be in Fort Barber here because that's going to be a physical football team that they go up against, especially D-line. So, look, everybody here knows it's Georgia. It's a tough task. Hey, they're Apollo Creed, baby. They're Apollo Creed. They're clever. The whole thing. They drag out everything, man. And uh, they just got to find a way to hang in there in the fourth quarter. And if TCU can get this game in the fourth quarter against Georgia, you know what? See where it goes because that's where they made their bread and butter and won all their games. So really, it's in the fourth quarter. Yep. yep. You headed out? You going out, going out to L.A.? I'll go to L.A. on Thursday. So, you know, do the Cotton Bowl today try to figure out what the Cowboys are going to get done and, and their whole thing because they got Washington and could potentially crazy, believe it or not, win the NFC East. So uh, it's a whole lot going on this week, man, but it's a fun time. So, yeah, man, it, it's good. I'm looking forward to uh, one last ride here. And it is. Uh, you, you are. And what are we? Talk about this game we're going to see today out there. Tulane and Southern Cal. If anybody told you to pull two hat, names out of the hat to start the season of being the Cotton Bowl, it would not be these two. Well, I tell you what, Willie Fritz over to 
this guy. Uh, to do what he's doing down there at a private school in New Orleans, something that had been done since Mac Brown was back there with Sean King in 98. It's, it's a fantastic job. I'm not surprised by what's happened with Lincoln Riley at all in, at USC. I used to work out in L.A. It's been one of those things where if you can just keep your local talent here and you get some adequate coaching, then you'll be fine. Lincoln Riley's a really good coach. I talked to strength coach Benny Wiley this summer in Oxnard at Cowboy Camp, Dallas Cowboys Camp, and I said, Benny, you're going to love it out there. You're going to really do well. You're going to be surprised at, at how how much you enjoy the experience. And, and they've done a fantastic job. And so wait till Lincoln gets you know a full class of his own own players. He's, you know they're, they're going to do well out there for a long time. Lincoln's the Lincoln's the right choice here. And I'm just looking forward to a good football game. And if USC overlooks Tulane, that they could get beat. Don't know how healthy Caleb Williams is. He's saying all the right things, but you know what? You got to get out there, get on the football field, and and, and want to want to do it. We know bowl games are about the one. And Tulane really wants to be here. Their fan base, I saw a bunch of folks yesterday, um, they're going to show up and, and show out. And, and uh, it's already sell out here for this game. So uh, I'm just looking forward to it, man. What a wonderful time of the year that we're blessed to get to talk about sports, right? It is indeed a wonderful time. And always great when we can catch up with you. And uh, what you got, Greg? No, no, that's it. I was just going to thank I hope I didn't upset him during this conversation. I was just asking questions like I was a Georgia fan, but I didn't mean to. Sound like I riled him a little bit, and I didn't mean to do that because we. Ah, Greg, 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 believe me, we 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 just left a whole week of Michigan people who disrespected <laughs> this team like nobody's business. It was hilarious. Like, wow, these guys are really going to say this stuff. So, look, um, nobody in Georgia's paid attention to TCU. You, you know what? Their games are on Fox, and and you're sitting there worried about all the things that are SEC related. But look, it's about speed. Kirby's going to come up with a good game plan, and the bottom line is this. TCU's going to need Georgia to help them to win this football game. You know, if Georgia, if Georgia take, you know, has a couple turnovers, doesn't play sound ball, or take these guys serious, this game could be a game in the fourth quarter. But everybody knows Georgia, the, you know, that they they are the standard right now in college football. And, you know, so what a hell of a job by Kirby Smart, what he's done down there. I got nothing but respect for it. God bless you, man. Hey, listen. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say because he's talking about Michigan fans. I'm going to shut up right now. Yeah, he, can't he, say he that. forgot who I live with. Yeah. <laughs> That's his, okay. His wife is a big time Michigan fan. <laughs> he ain't saying he, nothing. It's rough times at the house. Like, uh, <laughs> like, a, like a trailer park over there. So, anyway, <laughs> Dewey, travel safely, man, and, and enjoy your matchups and, and have fun out there at SoFi next week. All right. All right, guys. Be well. All right. All right be well. Happy New Year. Yeah, <laughs> you take care. I'm not commenting nothing about what y'all been hearing lately. Let's just move. <laughs> On, let's just move on. Anyway, uh, I want to thank <laughs> Dewey for coming on here. You know, it's, it's uh, the irony of all of that is that? he made all those references about Rocky. Today would have been Tommy Morrison's birthday. Really, Rocky Five. Yeah, yeah, Tommy Gunn. Yeah, would have been his birthday today. Yeah. Um, had that WBO heavyweight belt in 93, but, yeah, would have been his birthday. Anyway, Sam and I are going to wrap things up here in just a little bit. Some stuff we haven't had a chance to get to. It is Sam and Greg in for – well, excuse me. Y'all didn't correct me earlier. We're in for Steak and Sandro right now, right? Yeah, y'all let me say John and you earlier. Steak and Sandro, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Peace up. A-Town. Yeah, yeah. Sports Radio 929 the game 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. We're in for Steak and Sandra now. 
And you should have known that because yeah. you're going to be here tomorrow. I'm going to be here tomorrow. I'll be here tomorrow uh, sitting in for, with, for steak. With Sandra. Which is not going to be an easy thing to do. No. It's not easy to sit in for steak, Shapiro. But, but I, well, I, no, hang I, on I a second. Hang no, on a second. man. That, that, that's, you that's are not, you. You don't yeah, take that's a backseat me. to nobody. That's me. But, no, I mean, no, no man. No, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm in here the steakhouse, and it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to hang and do the best I can If he was do. listening right now, he'd yeah. call up and say, ain't no Sam Crenshaw ain't got to worry about filling nobody else's shoes. Well, I don't know about that. No. And, yeah, and that, we'd get David Archer. we get, get Rick Caffey on the phone. He'd say the same thing. Yeah, but That dude behind the glass over there calls you the mayor. He calls you the mayor. We, we got you don't get mayor. to be an elected official by being, you know. We got a real mayor. They <laughs> ain't trying to get his gig. He <laughs> got too many headaches. But no, who but, was but the I'll dude, be who was the mayor, his nickname in baseball was Sean Casey. Was that his name? First baseman for the for the Reds? Was I want to, I think that was his nickname. Okay. The mayor. And I don't know why, but he just looked like that dude. Like they gave him the nickname. I don't know, but I just—it was one of those one of those names that you don't hear as a nickname that often. No, like I don't remember somebody giving Peyton Manning the name the sheriff, but apparently he is. I don't remember when that happened. Do you remember when that happened? Yeah, but he got commercials where he's in it he, talking about but, but people being, call me the sheriff. Being the sheriff, well, you know, there, there you go. We want to thank uh, Deputy <laughs> Chief Brandon Brandon Newsom from Paulding County uh, Fire, who joined us earlier talking about an upcoming uh, job fair that they have. Recruit, just looking for not only policemen but firemen across the board. Uh, There's a job fair that's happening on February 4th uh, at the Paulding County Courthouse. You can go to their uh, website, uh, Facebook page, and see everything you need to know as far as what you need to bring and, and who they're looking for and the things you got to go through and. And you get paid while you, and you get while you're training. While you're training. Something. While you're training. Dang so bad. Deshaun yep. Tate joined us. Um, just new daddy. Yeah. New yeah. daddy Deshaun Tate talking about his podcast. And David Archer joined us in the 8 o'clock hour and uh, just uh, finished up with Newey Scruggs. Yep. Out there getting, getting ready to go watch the Cotton Bowl. And by the way, do we, Eric, now I have to bring you out. I'm sorry. We, we know that Chris Goforth is, fo- is following us here. Um, could you, do you have in front of you the lineup for the rest of the day, given this is kind of a unique day, and if there are any games? Because I don't have that in front of me. I want to make sure to let our, let our audience know that we got games coming up today. We do. They absolutely. Know about absolutely. So after Chris at 12 noon, we will go to some games. We'll go to the Relinquish Bowl. I think Sam said that used to be the Outback Bowl. Outback Bowl. So I, don't we'll know, play. I, don't, I don't know what they're serving down there this year, but go ahead. <laughs> the Relinquish Bowl will play from 12 until it finishes. After that, when the Relinquish Bowl is done, we'll have our good friend Mark Zeno, and he will take you up to Monday Night Football. And there that is how we will close out here on Sports Radio 929 Game this January the 2nd. There you go. See? How about that? All the things that we talked about today, Sam and I are still trying to get into the boat show. We're going to talk about that on our show next week yep. uh, on Saturday morning. You're excited about the boat I, show. I love, you know, it just takes me back. It's one of my early remembrances. And, again, this takes me into another thing. Sam and I trying to get to Chicago <laughs> because we yeah, want to be yeah. there, we for, be the there for, for the NASCAR race, race in the July. Inaugural, it's in July. Yeah, NASCAR Street road race, race yeah. in Chicago so I can take this man around the Windy City and show him places. But one of the places I would show you is McCormick Place. McCormick Place is to Chicago what World Congress Center is to Atlanta. Okay. And that's where I would go for the auto show. And then when I was, you know, when we were younger, there were like two auto shows to go to. And one was in Detroit, and Chicago had the other one. Okay. And I never went to the one up in Detroit, but uh, went to that one. And just, you know, just a kid, man. He just walk around dreaming about having these cars, you know, and, and, and seeing all the little exhibits there. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to Forward to that one, but yeah, we got to get up to Chicago, and we got to get Sam in the Google Building too. 
Yeah, he Google. wants to go into this Google building. I do want to. I want to check it out. I'm just so curious about that place. I really am. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> um, you know, and the other thing I was thinking about, we had a well when we were talking about Tulane and they're playing today against USC, and that's going to be the uh, the, uh, the Cotton, Cotton Bowl, Bowl Cotton right? Bowl in Dallas. And it got me thinking about Tulane. It got me thinking about New Orleans, and and the time when you were there. No, it no? was the time. Well, I didn't do this when I was there, but you, you and Bo Johnson, who was mentioned earlier in the show, introduced me to king cakes. Yeah, I had never had a king cake before, mm-hmm. and I haven't had one since. But Stacy brought one up from uh, from Highland Bakery. Really? For us? Remember, yeah, she, remember, brought, she brought one. Right, she brought to, one up here, and of course, station. yeah. You know, we were talking about LSU. Might have been them Ed Ogeron Go Tigers time because <laughs> it was around then. But I that just popped in my mind, and I haven't had a king cake since. Yeah. But is there only one kind of king cake? Do they have like do they have king cakes with stuff stuffed in the middle? No, I think it kind of pepper kind of does that the same kind of thing because it's like a it's like a seasonal thing. It's not, I don't think you get them year. round. Oh, you round. can't get them year round. I don't think they're year. I don't think they're year. I think it's leading up to Mardi Gras time. Is what I think. Well, we're getting neat. We're we're a nine iron from Mardi That's Gras. That's why I'm right? saying. So now you you would you see them coming around. I, I think. I don't think you just have king cake any old time. It's like taffy apples, man. Right. Like that. I want to give me a taffy apple in April. As long like, as I can't find one. As long, as long as it's not cold pumpkin pie. No, no. By the way, the cold pumpkin pie, is it still some in the fridge? <laughs> is it still cold? Refrigerator. I still- saw one of the dopey millennials when we were coming. He left the other day. It was Garrett, and I saw him. And he just laughed at me as a cold pumpkin pie, and he turned away and kept walking. Yep. And that, that pumpkin pie is gone then. I'm a, <laughs> I, I am, I'm, I'm a source of, of, of regular... Old manness to Garrett. I just I, things that come out of my mouth just make him just laugh, <laughs> and he just makes fun of me. And I just eh, it's my purpose in life. Um, <laughs> uh, do I have to do this insignificant stuff now to, to get this out of the way? Do I have time for that? Uh, do we need to knock it out right now? Hit the sounder when you get a second, because I've got all this stuff. You to, got a lot. Well, not a lot, loaded? but I have things load? here. I'm sure there's some. I things. I want to remind people: the Tournament of Roses Parade is coming up today. This year is the 75th anniversary of NASCAR. And NASCAR will have a float with Richard Petty riding on it. Yeah. At, at the, did you just go through puberty no, right then? No, just what happened? <laughs> there will be a float in the Rose Parade with Richard Petty uh, riding on it uh, to remind people that he's going to have a strap period. to keep his hat on. Uh, yeah, that would be make too sure much. The hat don't have to fly off while he's. Well, they don't do a parade like the Braves. He'll be okay. No, they won't. Be, they won't drive that fast. <laughs> now, Which he the, wouldn't mind, by the way. Yeah, now, imagine he, that. You let he Richard probably, he probably get a kick out of that. You let, let Richard Petty That's drive. That's I would watch. Let Richard Petty drive the float. <laughs> <laughs> you got me tuning in all day long. <laughs> he just riding on it. He just, he just riding. He's not driving it. I don't. I don't. I don't believe and the people are. People will be jumping out of the window, going, "Hey, we got commercials to run." Don't end it. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what, what's the street they come down. Is it Colorado Boulevard or whatever the street is? They come along out of Pasadena. Pasadena? I've never been to Pasadena. I, yeah, I'm now, I've been, but I've never been to the Rose Bowl or the Rose Bowl Parade. But they'll. That's coming. That sounds up. about right, though. That, that, that's coming up uh, later on this morning, and you get to see that NASCAR float. Because okay. they have, of course, the uh, first race of the year will be the Clash back at the L.A. Coliseum again this year, February. Oh, they're going to repave that thing they're the way they did do it last again. year? They, they probably say played their last football game there. I'm sure they were already installing the track as we speak. Wow. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Mr. Slaughter, yeah. you have something on your mind there? You, you put your headphones on. I thought you had something to say. As the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed. 
with Sam and Greg. All right, this is what we do on our show. Toward the end here, I have all this insignificant information. It has to do with stuff that happened on this day, and I just need to get it out here before the end of the show, and you'd be surprised how many times you may bring this stuff up during the uh, the course of your day. Did you ever heard of, you ever heard of Willis Carrier? Willis Carrier. I'll say it again. Willis Carrier. This is a man who got a patent on this day. If I give you a second, I guarantee you, you could pick what his patent was for. Air conditioning. There you go. Okay. 1906. He's also got a big old dome up at Syracuse. I heard that thing didn't have air conditioning in it for a while. Are you serious? Uh, that's what I heard. How could it be the carrier dome? Uh, that's the question. That's the question. 1929, on this day, us, meaning USA, and Canada agreed to preserve Niagara Falls. Never been there, have you? No, have not. I heard some wonderful little trip there. You got to get one of them smocks and stuff like that. Uh, today was the day in 1965. MLK began the drive to register black voters. Happened on this day. Okay. And we know what happened at the end of this year. Sat down there with President Johnson and signed yep. some stuff. On this uh, day, birthday wise, I say this for the folks from Illinois only Dan Rostenkowski, one of the most powerful dudes on the planet for a while. But of course, as he is an Illinois politician, he got convicted of mail fraud. Um, you should have knew this dude was going to be greedy just by his name. But today was Jim Baker's birth. Would have been Jim. Well, it is Jim Baker's birthday. Tammy yeah. Faye's gone. Mm-hmm. He's still with us. He is. But the dude, you know, you, you, your name is Baker. Why well, you got to have two K's? Right? Just have one K. That tells you right there he's going to grab his hand back in the thing. We were talking about this program earlier. Happy birthday to Craig James, 62 years old. We we're talking about the Pony Express from SMU. Parnell Whitaker, happy birthday. Happy 55th birthday, Cuba Gooding Jr. Wow. On this day. Also, Tay Diggs was uh, his, his birthday today. Um, Marcus. Let's see here. <laughs> no, not Marcus, but uh, but um, um, best man. No, no, Tate Diggs was. Oh, was was about my kid's name? It'll come back to you. Yeah. We lost some folks on this day, and and I say this to you, Earl Garner, man from Misty, the song, the jazz okay. song, Misty, okay. Okay. as opposed okay. to the movie. Play Misty for me, which, by the way, is a prerequisite for anybody who's going to be a DJ in this business. Oh. I'm telling you, if you are a music DJ or if you're aspiring to be one, watch that movie, and it will straighten you out. The name I was going to get is Winston. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was Tay Diggs. Stella okay. got a groove back. Right, right. Yeah, that's why I mentioned it. Yeah, get yeah, that. yeah, Winston. Yeah, play Misty for me. Clint Eastwood and uh, Jessica, somebody, I forgot her last name. And we also lost Bill Veck. Okay. On this day. Oh, man. The, um, baseball would not be anywhere close, and people say this is the most boring sport. Is. Well, whatever fun you get out of it probably originated with something Bill Veck did. This is the guy <laughs> This is the guy who put Lamar Hoyt and and who's our guy? Um, oh, play. Anyway, he put the short pants on the White Sox. Yeah, he did. In the 70s. Yeah. Brought Eddie LeBaron up, the uh, little person, to bat. Just did a number of things, and I don't know if he was responsible or behind disco demolition, but you know, Steve I think Dahl he may have been around there. it. I think he may have had a little something to do with that. And uh, the skipper, oh Gilligan, yeah, Alan Hale Jr. All wow. right, there we go. There's an insignificant, not much on January second, but still some. Um, there was something that else that you, I wrote down here that you wanted to get to before we got out of here, and it's. In my mind, Sam. Like what? What do you think? Oh, well, it was something that you said was really something that well, we wanted you go, to. You gonna remind people that the Hawks are on here tonight? Well, we know. Yes, they're gonna be out there. Obviously, taking. Uh, well, no, they play the Kings next, Good. and then they take uh, yeah, the Warriors tonight. Yeah, Warriors. Tonight. So we got that. We got that. Mississippi, as as Eric said, um, kick off at twelve. 
Then you got tonight, pregame, 9.30, tip-off at 10 for the Hawks. And then you got on WAOK, Buffalo and Cincinnati, Monday Night Football. Okay. So I had to make sure we got all that. That yeah. was part of what we're, I was going to talk about. See, throughout the, the course of this four-hour show, you mentioned something and you want to get back to it, and I make a little note. And then that's what I was reaching for, so I make sure I bring it back up, and the note's gone. Oh. Uh. <laughs> nice retort. That's not good, nice man. Retort. That's not, nice. So <laughs> well, it was something that you said, though. What happened to the note? Oh, the note's gone. <sighs> not good. It had to do with something. It wasn't high school football related. Or it didn't have to do with your show, but it was something that you had brought up and you wanted to make mention, or it was somebody you wanted to give credit to for helping you out with that. And and they're going to be mad at us now because we ain't got to go, and I, I can't remember who it is, and you obviously have right on it. <laughs> so, you know. All right, Eric. Is that burnt on your demo for your voiceovers? No. I mean. it, it is. It, it, it is I, that noise is there to keep the FCC from calling me. That's why I it's know in what place. the noise, but you might as well patent that thing. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's something I got when I was a kid. Charlie Callis used to do that. So anytime you want to say something where you know that you'd get fined for, or get yeah, fired yeah, for, yeah. you say, <laughs> you know, and there's lower versions. <laughs> so see. Hey, he's have, got it covered. He's got it covered now. This ain't your average idiot you're dealing with here. I've been here for a minute in this business. Everybody, thank you very, very much for putting up with Sam and I today. Been in for uh, not only John and Hugh, but Steak and Sandra. Sam will be back tomorrow with Sandra, working on, in for Steak. We will be back this weekend. Eric, thank you for everything. You guys yep. have yourself a big day. Again, enjoy the football action from the bowl games that are available, and have yourself a safe and happy 2023. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and you can take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.